Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the NBA's Big 30. I'm your host, Yash Parikh, and I hope you're having a great day. Welcome to the offseason. This is the time of the year where players are traded, signed, and moved around. Today, we're going to be talking about two of the three blockbuster trades that have already happened over the past few days. It's barely been a week into the offseason. We're going to be covering the three-team trade featuring the Celtics, Grizzlies, and Wizards in a future episode. Right now, we're going to talk about the two correlating trades made by the Wizards to the Suns and the Warriors, respectively. Also, today is draft day. Expect to see some draft coverage by me soon, along with covering the draft night trades. We might be seeing some crazy ones. Remember that in about a month or so, I'm going to begin covering all of the teams, maybe even sooner. We're going to talk about rookie fits and other things at that time. Without further ado, let's start talking about Bradley Beals and the Phoenix Suns. What is one word to describe the Phoenix Suns? How about orange, bright, or powerful? Maybe super team. That is exactly what this team is. This isn't any old super team. This is a super team without an old Chris Paul. This is a super team featuring two of the most prolific scorers of the past decade. A tall, versatile forward with guard skills and an angry and disgruntled big man who probably won't be here for long. Did I forget to mention, this super team has no bench. The Phoenix Suns now have Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and DeAndre Ayton. Let's talk about how Beal ended up here. Remember how at the trade deadline, the Brooklyn Nets traded Kevin Durant to the Suns for a lot of depth? That began the Suns super team era. They lost in the second round of the playoffs though, and things were looking down. During this past season, the Wizards were stuck in a storm of mediocrity, eventually missing the play-in and thus the playoffs altogether. It seems like the past few years for them haven't been very good, like the John Wall era or the Wes Unseld era of way back. They gave Bradley Beal a huge and horrible contract, and no offense to Beal, he wasn't worth $250 million over five years with the trade clause. And also, they had Chris Depps, Porzingis, and Kyle Kuzma. This team couldn't really do anything, and the Wizards finally made the right decision and began pursuing a rebuild this offseason. Here's the trade. The Wizards traded Bradley Beal, Isaiah Todd, and Jordan Goodwin for what the Suns traded, which was Chris Paul, Landry Shamit, six second-round picks, and four first-round pick swaps, which is pretty much the Wizards and the Suns swap picks, except the Wizards get to keep the best of those two picks. Pretty low value for a player who averaged 30 points just a few years ago. The Suns now have a plethora of money to deal with and a Bradley Beal. That's not very good for them, but hey, it's better than what the Wizards got. The Wizards did not get much except for Chris Paul, who they have already traded. Paul is 38 and not nearly worth his contract anymore. He was traded to the Wizards so that they could do something with him, not keep him. Okay, so... When we do our Washington Wizards episode and our Phoenix Suns episodes, we're going to be talking about the fit of these trades. However, I would like to mention that this trade doesn't really roll out well on either end, does it? Unless the Suns want to have Bradley Beal coming off of the bench, they're going to need to run Devin Booker at point guard. 
Booker and Beal are both really just scorers, but Booker has underrated playmaking ability. However, I'm not sure how comfortable he will be with that role. Let's play this out. So, if we have Booker at the point guard, we're going to have Beal at the 2, Durant at the 3, Darius Baisley at the 4, and DeAndre Ayton at the 5. That sounds really good on paper, but at the same time, it won't really be because Kevin Durant needs to be playing the 4 to give us some spacing. So, the direction that the Suns go from here is up to them, but I think they need to trade DeAndre Ayton. Right now, the roster is very top-heavy, and if Aiton can be traded for two solid role players, then the Suns may be set. Remember, they do have Kevin Durant. If the Suns can also sign someone in free agency with their mid-level exception, they may be able to have a decent balance between depth and top-level talent. That's always important, but remember, Kevin Durant has experience being on super teams. He was on the Golden State Warriors super team with Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and Draymond Green. That super team was insane, and they won multiple championships. Also, they had quite a bit of depth. Kevin Durant was also, most recently, on a super team with in the Brooklyn Nets, with James Harden and Kyrie Irving. However, that super team was a failure, and one of the reasons may be because it had very little depth. Now, we talk about the next trade. The details of this trade aren't fully out, and I'll give you what I have for my sources. Like I said earlier, the Wizards wouldn't be keeping Chris Paul. They would be trading him, and they sure did. They did get some young talent out of it this time. Chris Paul is now on the Golden State Warriors. Ooh, that fit is ugly. Let's talk about the trade. Chris Paul was traded to the Warriors for Jordan Poole and some picks. Ryan Rollins from the Golden State Warriors, a young player drafted last year, was also part of that trade. Rollins got barely any playing time and spent most of this year in the G League. Chris Paul will most likely come off of the bench for the Warriors, leading their second unit. And we are ready for Paul's title push. He really wants a ring and Golden State seems like a great place to go. Poole was hit with a lot of hate after performing poorly in the playoffs, and now he's on the Wizards. People thought that he would be traded, especially considering the massive contract he was given, but I wasn't so sure. I guess he has been traded. Overall, I am excited to see what happens to these three teams next season. I am really looking forward to seeing the Wizards rebuild. I think that they have some great potential. The roster already has some young pieces who could get more minutes this season. Now they have Jordan Poole and the number 8 overall pick. Many mock drafts had the Wizards taking Bailao Kolobali, Anthony Black, or Kaysen Wallace. Taking another guard may not be advisable, as they already have Jordan Poole and the young Johnny Davis. As for the Warriors and our Suns, this may be the Western Conference Finals matchup next year. Who knows? The Warriors seem to have it all, and the Suns, well, they may need to make some small moves for DeAndre Ayton. Here are a few moves that they could make. So first off, we have a move between the Suns and the Trailblazers. In this scenario, the Blazers receive Ayton, and the Suns receive Yusef Nurkic, Nasir Little, Justice Winslow, and a second round pick. This trade is good for both teams, as the Trailblazers get some help for Dame, and the Suns get some depth. The Blazers may need more than this to help them contend. However, they have to start with what they can. And the Suns, 
Well, this adds depth and a good replacement for Aiden. Now, another trade, a three-teamer this time between the Suns, Hawks, and Mavericks. In this case, the Suns get Clint Capella, an amazing rebounder, and two good wings in Reggie Bullock and Sadiq Bey. The Hawks get a bunch of salary filler in Davis Bertans and Maxi Kleba, along with the first-round pick, number 10. And the Mavericks would be getting DeAndre Ayton, AJ Griffin, and Jalen Johnson. That way, they can pursue contention or a rebuild at any moment. And the third trade would be between the Pelicans and the Suns. In this scenario, the Pelicans receive DeAndre Ayton, and the Suns receive Jonas Valanciunas, Dyson Daniels, Garrett Temple, and Najee Marshall. This trade helps both teams, as the Pelicans are starting to top load, and this would just help them do that more. The Suns, again, receiving depth, and Dyson Daniels. Dyson Daniels is a great young piece who could be moved at any moment for a good role player. As always, have a great day and welcome to the offseason. You know what? This is going to determine who's going to win the championship next year, whatever happens in this offseason. So I think that we're all excited for that. Catch you next time on the NBA's Big 30.